Welcome to Our Condition, Our Lives, a podcast for young people, by young people, talking about arthritis and related conditions and how we live our lives. In this podcast, you will hear from young people of all different ages across Scotland with different musculoskeletal conditions. We've come together with the help of the Young People and Family Service at Scotland versus Arthritis to have our voices heard and connect across the nation. We hope you enjoy. Pronouns she, her, and I feel my acceptance of my condition is a bit all over the place. I can be very settled with it, but a flare can cause me to take a step back. Pride to me is about celebrating how far we have come as a community and what we have overcome. Pride events also act as a safe space for people to be themselves and to meet others who understand them. My name is Jay O'Reilly and my pronouns are she, her and I've been involved with the Young People and Family Service for the past, I think it's 11 years now, which is a bit mental. So I um, started out as a participant, went on to become a volunteer and I'm now a staff member, so I'm senior coordinator and artist. I'm Charlotte, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, I volunteer with Young People's Family Service Scotland. Yeah, do bits and bobs and... Always up for a weekend away with the young people, so it's it's lots of fun. You've been around for a while now as well. How long's that? Uh, three and a half years, <laughs> I think. Uh, no. How? What is it like? Eight years? Oh, uh, you're grassing me in now. It's 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 round about eight years. Uh, but if anybody asks, it's it's three and a half years out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to ruin how old people think you are as well. Definitely, it's it's all part of the parcel. So, um, my name's Carrie, and I joined um joint potential in late two thousand eleven, early two thousand eleven, late two thousand eleven. After I got my hips and knees replaced, my doctor introduced me to wanting to meet more people like me, and that's how I got introduced to that. That was a decade ago. Bloody hell. So Charlotte's apparently been involved with the organisation for, what, three years? Three and a half, Jay. <laughs> oh, don't forget the half. Okay, Charlotte, so what does Pride Month mean to you? It's, it's I mean, Pride Month means uh, quite a lot to me. Um, it's representation for my community. Um, it's a time where we could come together and, and celebrate our identities and it's also a time of reflection of past and moving forward to better things and to making sure the world we live in becomes more inclusive. What does it mean to you, Jay? It's a good answer. Probably similar things, to be honest. Um, it's definitely a month of visibility and of like highlighting exactly what you've just said, how far we've come but how far there is still to go about being visible and having the community um, being seen but also I guess yeah there's also connotations now as well of of Pride Month almost being hijacked with rainbows being on everything and actually they're on things and on companies that are supporting sort of anti-gay bills and in the US and things as well so um, I guess for me, Pride Month, there's sort of different connotations there, depending on 
yeah, how Pride's seen and used in the media. So it's great that we've got visibility and great that we've got companies that are now able to sell things by putting rainbows on things. It shows how far we've come, but at the same time, it highlights how what a long way there is still to go in certain bits of it as well. What would this Pride mean? Pride Month mean to you, Carrie? I mean, like visibility, like um, that we're all everybody's able to get their own point of view, like show themselves who they are. It's no, just no hidden, like being proud and showing. It it means a lot because there's community as well. I'm loving the fact that actually I don't think we've done enough yet. We've got an amazing brand with all our colours, but we've not done enough LGBT and like pride related stuff with our branding that we've got because we totally could. Yeah, because um, I was just thinking earlier on that um, my LGBT journey of self-identity is similar to my arthritis journey. It's, it's been a story of, I can't say the word, or no exploration uh, and yes nailed it learning learning new things it's like um from when when i was uh, a young person in my teens and uh, finding my own identity it was it was a magical journey um it was lots of new things things i had to find out and then i got the arthritis diagnosis so my journey started all again and then when the medical journey started it was also a kind of intersectional journey I started also, like, with my LGBT identity and myself having arthritis, like, navigating them and making sure um, I was in spaces that, that accepted both my condition and my sexuality. So for you, you discovered your sexuality first and then you got arthritis? Because that's, I was thinking about that earlier. So for me, it was opposite. Because I had arthritis from when I was younger... I've I had arthritis first so I thought that that made the whole process for me so much easier because I was already used to having something a condition that made me slightly different from my peers it made me do things differently and think about things differently so by the time that I realized that um I was gay actually it was just like another part of that so for me it kind of paved that way and made the whole process a lot easier because it was just another part of who I was and I was so accepting of having something that made me slightly out of the ordinary. I think I think for my kind of coming out as LGBT and that, like it wasn't really a big deal. And then when I started my kind of medical and journey with, with arthritis, it was like, wait a minute, I need to check I need to read. It was it was total um it was totally something that I had to really read about and it was it was something that I wasn't used to and it was it was like a big step. There's massive parallels there with coming out with both. Cause it is, it's a coming out process for both of them. So it's and in some ways some of it's easier. Like it's easier sometimes and more socially accepted in some circles to have arthritis than it is to be LGBT. Um, but likewise, depending on who you're with or what you're, or you know who you're surrounded by, it might be the opposite way. But it's sort of one of those things with how do you tell people? When do you tell people? When do you put that into a conversation? Is that something that needs to be upfront, or is that something that's just part of you? I think um, it's a good way to 
start maybe using pronouns and things like in emails and things because that shows if you're not LGBT it shows you're an ally and you're supported in, in the spaces that LGBT people will definitely use and um, I, I, it's normal to me using my pronouns and saying my pronouns um, so that's just a part of kind of daily experiences hello I'm Charlotte, she, her and the first couple of times, okay, you might have had to think in that, but it's just like anything. Like you, you just learn, and and it, and it's, it's it's a really handy tool to to ensure that young people, maybe people that are just coming out in their thirties, you know, see that they're safe spaces and see that we're accepting, no matter how you identify. I like the fact that you said young people that are coming out in their thirties, there, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, um, might be older people in their thirties coming out too, but <laughs> not here to judge. Just uh, embrace everyone and make sure we're all good. Yeah, no, I think pronouns are a good one though, because if if people are using pronouns, it shows that you're already entering into an inclusive community where people are actually thinking up front and thinking of other people. So it makes you then feel more comfortable to be able to dis disclose and have conversations around sexuality or around, yeah, who you are as a person and to open up those conversations, which is, I guess, what, you know, what we want to happen. And one of the things that we want to happen with our young people as well, for them to feel comfortable to come and have conversations with us around these things. Because actually, um, as volunteers and as staff members, we, yeah, we've we've got different experiences as well. Um, I just wanted to share like my experience, uh, like being a participant at Joint Potential and that um, as an LGBT person. Nobody batted an eyelid, it wasn't like I was accepted and it was never a question and it was always, I was always included, the volunteers were sound about it and the staff were sound about it and as I became a volunteer I took on the role as well as, as just being that person that people can talk to and things like that so one of the things people are more than welcome to talk to me about is LGBT stuff I'm 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 here for for a, a chat. I'm here for you know, and I do. It sounds awesome. <laughs> How was your experience, Jay? Mine's was good as well. I would say that definitely there's been so much more representation as the years have gone on. So right at the start, um, on my first weekend, it took till sort of the last day before I was started using the pronouns of my now wife. Um, because I just didn't know anybody and there didn't seem to be like a huge amount of representation at that point. Um, but we've come on so far from there and actually as soon as I did it wasn't something that I ever needed to be concerned about because everybody was so accepting um, and staff members as well at that point. And for me, um, I'd not really had a massively accepting wider family network. So it was the first time for me that I was actually felt properly accepting that I didn't really have to worry about that sort of thing and everybody was um yeah asking me questions about my other half in the same the way they would any straight couple and that's not something that I was used to so for me that that was something that made me feel really comfortable and confident and then 
um, made me even more keen to support other people to try and create that same environment that everybody should feel comfortable to be able to talk about their sexuality or their partners who are whoever they're with and I think that that's probably the environment that as staff and volunteers have maybe led to us having such a massive amount of representation to the extent that we had a joint potential weekend a couple of years ago where over half the participants were LGBT. I mean, that would never have happened previously. It's just absolutely insane, like statistically, about how many LGBT people are in the community versus, you know, how many with arthritis. And for so many on one weekend was just insane. But... That was a really awesome weekend of just acceptance and of actually it was a really challenging weekend and things that happened, but everybody was 100% behind one another and like the sort of camaraderie and support that people were showing on that weekend um, was really good as a result. I think we actually had people that were coming out that weekend as well, which was amazing. So um, yeah, it's awesome that that was able to happen like on a weekend. Carrie, what's your experience been with um, being a participant or a volunteer? Um, have you had a welcoming experience? Aye, everybody. Um, aye, I was not like out to any of my family. Um, like when I met used to Jane and Charlotte actually, like and became like good mates with. I remember like dipping my toe in it a wee bit because people would say things like, "Oh, you got a boyfriend," or, and I'd just be like, "No," because <laughs> it was it was just I was not confident like saying it myself or um, anything like that. And I remember talking to to use and it was just like there was no there was it was so much you know a big deal. It was just like no deal, no like no at all. You know, it was it was just a relief to be able to speak to somebody, and it wasn't because you were part of that community either. It was because you became pals, and you made me feel comfortable enough to talk to you, and confide in you and something. And then it was just it was just brought off of there. Another wee thing that it's popped into my head. I hope I hope it's on par, um, but I had like the best experience at rheumatology um, the other week. Um, you know how that awful could you be pregnant question comes up and you're like, <laughs> yes. what do I do now? <laughs> but the nurse asked and I said, no chance. And it was left like that and I was so thankful because in your head you're thinking, well, should I make up a story? Should I out myself? Like... And it was just such a breath of fresh air, not having to justify yourself. Um, so yeah, I, I really did enjoy that experience. That was that was brilliant. That was like a weekly experience. I used to go into hospital every week for my methotrexate when I was like a teenager, and every week it would be, "Are you pregnant?" And every week it would always be, and I didn't at that stage. I really. I didn't particularly have a great relationship with that rheumatology nurse, so I wasn't about to have a conversation with her about it. It was mainly lectures about don't drink and all that, don't take drugs and all that sort of stuff, so it wasn't one of those conversations I wanted to have. But, um, yeah, every time it would be don't get pregnant and, you know, do you want to take away condoms and stuff? And I'm like, no, why? Disgusting. <laughs> 
So yeah, that was not a conversation you relish having, but maybe a conversation that actually, if you've got a decent relationship with like health professionals, it makes it a wee bit easier. But it's nice that assumptions aren't necessarily made and that we're moving away from those assumptions being made. Because I remember at one point being, I think it was I went for like an MRI and them asking, you know, is there a chance that I could be pregnant? And I was like, well, not unless it's Jesus. And I think it was about 17 at that point. But I was just, you know, had enough of those sort of conversations. I think it's easier when you have a, like a, a team you can talk to because if you feel like you didn't, then... It's so it makes it so much harder and nerve wracking to like be going into there. Um, but we've had a laugh from kind of the LGBT community since that, for example, um, maybe some leaflets or resources have been heteronormative, meaning aimed at straight people. So. For example, the one I think it's about sex and relationships, Jay. Is that the the right one? Yes. So we do have a good laugh at all the pictures and things in it, because it's it's yeah it's a wee bit different from the norm, I guess, and um, even some kind of educational things that we've had with guests and things have, have brought up really awkward conversations for us because. We don't want to know certain things, how certain things work, but um, <laughs> we always have a great laugh with it. But it would be cool in the future if to the every kind of preference was um, catered for. Um, so it wasn't like really awkward conversations at points also, that it was uh, resources that were opened up for the LGBT community and on arthritis. As a young person with arthritis or related condition, you can feel really different from your peers. And I guess sometimes sexuality can make you feel the same. And actually there's a community of people out there that get that and understand that. So be who you are and know that there's other people out there that can support you and that would are happy to speak to you and that are approachable um, and that are just as friendly as us. I was just going to say, be yourself because <laughs> it's beautiful. Like. It's so good just loving your true self and, and exploring your identity, whether it be arthritis, LGBT, uh, BAME, like live your life the way you want to and, and don't let the haters put you off it. There's always uh, good people out there that you'll become friends with and I know for YPFS Scotland there's always somebody that'll be there to chat with you and, and I'm more than happy to support you if, if you're having any kind of rough time or, or whatever um, because it does get better um, it's just part of the journey whether it be your medications or exploring your identity there is bumps in the road but it, it's worth it in the end if, if, if you want to be an ally uh, to the LGBT community do a wee bit of research yourself. Um, there's lots of resources online, like five simple steps, ten simple steps. Just have a swatch of that and, and educate yourself in that way. And also, like, be mindful of who you're meeting. Like, don't just presume pronouns and 
just make sure that everybody's included. Just being respectful, eh? like regardless, like just being respectful. And if if you didn't get much about who you're meeting, like Charles says, based on research, and just be open. The other thing as well is to ask, because that's there's nothing worse than people being misgendered or mispronounced and stuff. So to be feel comfortable to actually be able to ask and have a conversation um, around these things can be helpful rather than just making presumptions. And I guess the other thing as well is to know that um, we've seen some amazing allies on weekends and events where young people have stood up for their peers and their LGBT um, peers when we've been out and about and have been able to stand up for what they know what's right and that's something that's been really amazing to witness and see and be part of and for our whole community not just the LGBT community but as young people with arthritis to feel that bond to feel closer as a result of all being like really solid for one another and just standing up for one another. If anything you've heard in this episode has resonated with you or you're looking for support, please get in touch with Versus Arthritis. We also suggest speaking to your doctor if you have any concerns and before you try anything we have suggested. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. If you want to find out more about Versus Arthritis and hear more stories from the young people on this podcast, follow us on Instagram at YPFS Scotland or on Facebook Too Young for Arthritis Scotland.